Hi, I'm Rick Tibbetts. Welcome to Unlimit Yourself. I'm glad you're here. In today's episode, I want to talk about dating and relationships, specifically the disconnect in modern dating. This might seem like an odd subject to broach on this podcast, but when you look at the cause of many of today's dating difficulties, you'll find that they relate directly to much of what we've talked about in prior episodes. Unhealthy beliefs, impatience, a fear of emotional vulnerability, and a lack of honest communication. Forging strong romantic connections has never been easy, but when you add in the heavy influence of social media, gamified dating apps, and the glorification of apathy, I believe you're left with misguided expectations that make it especially hard to form and maintain relationships. As always, keep in mind that the opinions expressed in this episode are subjective and should be taken with a grain of salt. With that said, let's get started. Hey everybody! Happy Monday. So glad that you're tuning in. Before I begin this episode, I want to give a special shout out to my previous two guests on the podcast, Victoria Lyburn and Cassie Pearl Wise. I thought that our conversations were super informative, necessary, helpful, and entertaining, and I hope you felt the same way. So a huge shout out to them. And going forward, we're going to have more guests, more conversations. I already have a few lined up who I cannot wait to introduce you to, so stay tuned for that. Those episodes will be put out in the very near future. And just so you know, this podcast is going to be a bit of a mixed bag. Sometimes I will publish a solo episode, and other times I'll have a guest with me. Maybe I might even have two or three guests at the same time. It all depends on what I want to talk about and who I believe will bring true value to the topic, who will bring true value to you, my cherished and deeply appreciated listeners. Now that we've got that out of the way, let's dive into today's topic, and that is dating and relationships. You might be wondering, why is Rick talking about dating and relationships? How on earth does that apply to unlimiting yourself? Shouldn't I be talking about, I don't know, how to push through a really difficult workout or reach a level of mental enlightenment by reading some of the classical philosophers like Confucius or Nietzsche? Why on earth would I be delving into this incredibly messy and sticky topic matter of dating and relationships? Shouldn't I leave that to the tabloids? Shouldn't I leave that for the lifestyle TV channels and romance novels? Why on earth am I going into this territory? I'll tell you why. Because as we all know, there is nothing more limiting than being a part of a toxic and unhealthy relationship. Doing so can leave you emotionally drained, mentally weary, and personally dissatisfied. However, when a relationship is healthy, respectful, and supportive, it can be the biggest and most significant asset to your success. This, of course, is common sense. We all know this. But what you might not know is how modern dating practices, the unwritten rules of dating in the modern age, are making it harder for people to form sturdy romantic relationships. I believe that far too many people, especially young people of my generation, have espoused unhealthy beliefs that are limiting their ability to communicate effectively with someone they care about or to establish long-lasting romantic connections. In a way, I believe much of modern dating involves voluntarily shooting ourselves in the foot. Clearly, I'm making some bold claims here, so allow me to back them up. One culprit of unhealthy modern dating dynamics would be the prevalence of leaving someone on red. For those who might not know, to leave someone on red is to see their message, send them a notification that it has been seen, and then not take any further action in the conversation and just leave it there unattended. 
This obviously isn't a problem if the conversation is over, if a clear conclusion has been established, or if you've already made clear to the person that you're not interested in them and don't want to talk to them anymore. I'm talking about leaving on red in the context of purposefully making someone you're interested in wait hours or days for a response to further the conversation. In this way, leaving on red is used as a tactic to downplay your enthusiasm in the other person, to show them you're not as interested in them as they think you are, hoping that your seemingly elusive behavior will make the other person consider you more attractive and valuable. Just from that definition alone, I think we can all see why this wouldn't be an effective tactic in establishing a connection. Presumably, just guessing, if you're interested in somebody or they're interested in you, wouldn't conversation be an effective tool to find out more about them and to see if you are actually compatible as people? Wouldn't a healthy rhythm of conversation cue you in to their personality, their likes, their dislikes, their passions? Uh, what makes them fun, what makes them boring, and wouldn't making the other person wait a lengthy amount of time for a response make them less interested in you, thereby self-sabotaging a potentially fun and rewarding relationship? I'm pretty sure the answer to all those questions is yes, but still people do it, never quite realizing that they're still communicating something through their lack of communication, that they do not really care about the other person's time or effort. Which is not at all the kind of message you want to send when you're trying to show someone that you like them. That's just my opinion. Nonetheless, leaving on red continues, and many take it to the extreme by ghosting. And for those who may have been living under a rock for the past decade, ghosting is the practice of intentionally and very abruptly ending communication without any previous indication that you would do so. Now, let me say up front that just like leaving on red, there are times when it is definitely acceptable and times when it's definitely not. For example, if someone continues to badger you after you've already made clear that you have no interest, then ghosting is warranted. But to ghost somebody for not meeting your ideal of perfection, somebody who, say, is not a quote-unquote 10, or somebody whose pickup line isn't as witty as you would have preferred, that's pretty excessive. And it totally shuts down the possibility of exploring who that person is, what they're like, and how they might have potentially added value to your life. In my view, instead of leaving someone on red or ghosting them, it's far more polite and constructive to just let them know what's going on. If you're not going to be available for a few hours, then send a quick text before whatever you have to do to say, hey, I won't be around for this amount of time, but I'll talk to you afterward. That will give the other person peace of mind, help to build trust, and show that you respect their time and attention. And instead of ghosting someone you may have been involved with, you can just let them know, to spare them some emotional agony, that, hey, it was fun talking to you, getting to know you, hanging out with you, but I no longer want to do that anymore. Thanks. Goodbye. Simple as that. It is 2021, and everybody keeps their phone at their hip at all times, so I highly doubt that sending a quick text is too much to ask for. However, not all is well even when good communication has been achieved. Even when there is a healthy back and forth between the people involved, no, because even when there is a healthy dialogue happening, those maintaining the conversation must steer clear of a little thing called simping. According to Urban Dictionary, simping is when someone does way too much for a person they like. And, okay, I get that. You, you shouldn't, you shouldn't overexert yourself 
to try to get someone's attention or someone's love. Absolutely not. You, you get what you give. But that's not how simping is applied in the real world. Simping is now used to describe anyone who's openly showing affection to someone they want to get with or someone who they're already with, as absurd as that sounds. It's a term used to demean someone who, God forbid, wants to let someone else know that they care about them, love them, appreciate them, or just find them appealing. I believe this way of thinking strongly disincentivizes people from showing the kind of care and affection that fuels relationships. And I think it perfectly sums up the theme that runs through all of modern dating, at least among young people, those between, say, 18 and 30. And that is that so many of us are striving for peak coolness. In other words, we're trying to be as unemotional and unattached as possible, hoping that somehow that results in something emotional and attached, which is a total contradiction. It's nonsense. You have to be willing to be vulnerable, to let people know how you feel. And you should never be ashamed of that, because doing so will let you know right away whether you and the other person are on the same page. It will kill ambiguity. And depending on the other person's reaction, it will reveal whether romance is worth pursuing. But now let's say you've done all that and you found your person. In the lead up to becoming a couple, you are both very kind, respectful, and considerate of one another. There's still one major hurdle of modern dating that lay ahead of you, and that is your willingness to give the relationship a real honest chance. Today, we are bombarded by gamified dating apps like Tinder, Bumble, Hinge, and many overpriced websites that make it so enticing to jump ship, to act on our desire for instant gratification when our relationships hit a rough patch. But the reality is, and this is really important, relationships are messy. They're not like they're portrayed on TV. They're not like the reality show relationships that we see on our favorite shows. It's critical to remember that no matter how much you like somebody, no matter how much you love somebody, they'll get on your nerves at times. Occasionally, they'll say and do things that you don't really agree with. But that's okay. That's a byproduct of us all being different people, leading different lives, having each a unique backstory. We can't expect that just because we can literally swipe right on someone new, that that will solve our problems. Even the most beautiful, attractive, smart, funny, interesting person you can think of is going to piss you off sometimes. And so it is incumbent on all of us in this age of instant gratification to practice patience and humble ourselves with the knowledge that we are also imperfect, but that we are nonetheless worthy of love, care, and affection. Now, all this is not to say that if you are in an unhappy, unhealthy relationship that you should stick with it. Just stick it out to the end and see what happens. No, 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 no. Keep an eye out for warning signs, for red flags. If your relationship is not making you personally happy, if it is consistently making you feel less fulfilled than you would if you were single, then it's time to end it. But if dissatisfaction only crops up every now and again, then I believe it's safe to chalk that up to the typical ebbs and flows of any relationship. There will always be ups and downs, but you need to be willing to stick with it and see it through for it to last. In conclusion, I want you to know that I'm well aware that I am still very young and have a lot to learn about not only dating and relationships, but life in general. I don't have all the answers. And even though I've been quite prescriptive about modern dating best practices, I know that I'm a work in progress and that 
I might get a lot of things wrong in relationships, but nevertheless, it was very important to me that I make this episode. Everything that I said feels right to me. These are my opinions, this is not set in stone, and I do not hold the keys to happy, joyous relationships. All I know is that what I'm saying feels right, and I hope you feel the same way. But if you don't, I encourage you to reach out to me on Instagram, at UnlimitYourselfPod, to tell me what points you disagree with, and how I can expand my thinking on this topic. After all, there's no one right way to go about relationships. But I am pretty sure that good communication, confident vulnerability, consistency, fairness, and kindness will put you on the right path. That does it for this episode on the disconnect in modern dating. Today, we talked about the negative impact of poor communication habits, like leaving someone on red and ghosting, along with self-defeating concepts like simping. We also address the inherent messiness of relationships and how our age of instant gratification can make us less prepared for it. Modern dating is a truly loaded and complicated subject, so I'm sure there are perspectives and opinions I left unaddressed. Still, I hope the ideas that I did focus on resonate with you and help you disavow some regressive modern trends that undermine healthy relationship building. Either way, thank you so much for listening, and I'll see you next time.